Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and other experts in the food and beverage industry about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. We are now in the home stretch to Thanksgiving, the biggest food-centric holiday in the U.S. And while turkey usually takes the center stage, most Americans likely would agree that the sides are the real stars of the show. Hidden among the mashed potatoes, collard greens, and candied yams is a holiday staple that historically hasn't garnered the same level of enthusiasm as the others. But in recent years, it has undergone a renaissance and is inspiring many home cooks to try new recipes. If you haven't guessed it yet, I'm talking about cranberries. Now, to be honest, I adore cranberries. Now. But I definitely didn't always. Growing up in the Midwest in the 1980s, I wanted nothing to do with the bright red jelly served in the shape of a can, complete with those weird indentations that passed for cranberries in my house. But now I'm one of those people who buys bags of fresh cranberries every fall and freezes them so I can toss them into smoothies and scones and make fiery hot pepper chutney all year round. And thanks to the aggressive efforts of the Cranberry Marketing Committee and others, I'm far from alone. For the second year in a row, the Cranberry Marketing Committee is lifting up the versatility of the humble cranberry with its Cranberry Friendsgiving Photo Contest, which runs from October 17th to December 19th and offers $4,000 in prizes for social media posts with the hashtag Friendsgiving Cranberry Contest and that feature the most unique ways to use cranberries in food, beverages, and even decorations. The obvious winner here is not the lucky posters who receive the cash infusion just before the holiday shopping season, but the cranberry farmers, suppliers, and manufacturers who likely will see a sales boost in the coming years as more consumers learn about the different ways to prepare and eat the tart fruit. While the campaign can't take all the credit, The Cranberry Marketing Committee says demand for cranberries is growing. According to a survey it conducted, 80% of Americans enjoy cranberries, and 44% of them voted it the most versatile of fruits. But what does it mean to take this growing demand and make it even larger? And how are suppliers and manufacturers expanding consumer interest in the fruit beyond the holidays and the traditional fresh, dried, and jellied uses? To find out, I headed up to Cape Cod during peak harvest season to meet Dan Souza, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing with NatureX, who introduced me to Craig Canning, who wears several hats, but one of which is the President of Blue Water Farms in Sandwich, Massachusetts. And together they took me on a tour of Craig's Cranberry Factory and Farm, complete with a helicopter ride and a quick dip in the bog. Our first stop was a tour of the factory floor, where cranberries are sorted and washed before they're bagged. Craig starts the tour by a tall stack of giant gray crates, packed with fresh cranberries straight from the field. Coming off the bog, this is the way they are. There's there's vines in here, there's grass, there's rotten ones, there's black ones, there's white ones. So this equipment over here, we work on not cleaning it all. Bin goes up top and is dumped, and we'll walk up and look at that. Oh, God. A vibratory can works on cleaning them. 
This is a blower. It takes out all the, the leaky stuff, the grass and everything. This is an impulse sorter. It takes out the soft ones. This is an electronic color sorter. It takes out the white and the greens and the browns. This is a sizer to take out the smalls that don't qualify for USDA grade A cranberries. And um, then they work their way around and get washed. And uh, so let's, let's take a walk up above. Up top, I watched the berries bounce along through the different equipment some of which ranges from the surprisingly simple but extremely effective quote-unquote bounce tests to highly technical cameras and computerized scanners. So here we're dumping them on here, and the, the, as it vibrates, the cranberries fall through and carry on. Most of the uh, greenery stays up top. We just put it down the chute and get rid of it. And it spreads everything out here. Then the blower takes the rest of that stuff and blows it up and out. So by the time you get to here, if you see over here, there's the greenery and stuff in there. By the time you get over here, it's all gone. The magnet here takes any metal, uh, any, in case there's a foreign object in there, magnet takes that out. This is the impulse sorter. As the fruit's coming over, it picks the lane, just automatically drops in, and it, each lane cor corresponds with one of those blue tabs. There's a sensor in there. The berry hits it. I equate it to a tennis ball. Take a brand new tennis ball and drop it. It hits with a certain impact. Poke a hole in it, make it soft. It hits with a different impact. So we run hundreds of berries through, and basically the good, the bad, the ugly, and put parentheses around what we want to keep in the computer. Everything else, hear those puffs of air? Just, uh, that, that, if it doesn't like it, in a split second, it hits that, it determines in a split, less than a second if it likes it. If, if it likes it, nothing happens. If it doesn't like it, the puff of air ejects it. This here is a color sorter. So from here, it does exactly the same thing, except as the fruit launches at the end, there's a camera that takes a picture, top and bottom, instantaneous, and looks at it. And in a fraction of a second, if it likes it, the fruit goes through. If it doesn't like the color, a puff of air ejects it out over there. So that takes care of a lot of the heavy stuff. As we continue the tour, Craig shows me how Blue Water Farms goes above and beyond some of the larger, more well-known cranberry brands by washing and drying the fruit so that it shines in brilliant reds and consumers can cook or eat the fruit straight out of the bag. I also met at least half a dozen or so employees who closely scrutinize the fruit as it moves through the last phases of cleaning and sorting to ensure that only the perfect berries make it into the bagging station. After grabbing a bag of fresh fruit to try, we head out to the fields to see how cranberries grow in our harvest. As soon as we arrive, I'm struck by three things. First, how beautiful the pink berries are contrasted against the green leaves in the blue sky. Second, how chaotic the fields are. These are not neatly planted rows of cranberries. Rather, as Dan described it, the vines are like a massive tangle of spaghetti, which explains why farmers have to take such creative approaches to harvesting the fruits, including dry harvesting, which involves helicopters of all things, and wet harvesting, which as many of you know is when the farmers flood the fields and you get those iconic images of workers in hip wakers raking berries across the top of the bog. And the third thing I'm struck by is how massive the fields and bogs seem. Although I quickly learned from Craig that looks can be deceiving, and though the cranberry business is going strong, it's very small compared to other commodity crops. 
retrospect, there's so many bogs. I mean, Cranberries is probably somewhere around 35 to 40,000 acres of cranberries in the United States. But to put it into perspective, there's individual, the big three, for example, corn, wheat, and soybeans, there's individual farms that are bigger than the entire cranberry industry. Just to put it in, I mean, that when you think, that just puts it into perspective when you talk millions and millions of acres of wheat or corn or soybeans, and here there's 35, even 40,000, that's this farm, single farms growers that are bigger than that. <laughs> so we are truly a pimple on an elephant's behind. <laughs> With a better sense of scope, Craig and Dan walk me through the different harvesting techniques. Craig starts with the likely less well-known dry harvesting technique. When we're dry harvesting cranberries, those bins, there's no way to get them off the bog, so you dry harvest them, fill the bins, and fly them off. So it's a very expensive, labor-intensive um, uh, labor of love. <laughs> um, when you dry pick them, you walk behind, the bog is dry, and you walk behind with these machines that comb the fruit out, goes up a conveyor into a burlap bag, you take the burlap bag, set it there when it's full, and put another one in and keep going. You might have anywhere from one to 20 machines, depending on the size of the grower, working together. Across. Then there's another crew coming behind to take these burlap bags and dump them in those gray totes you saw. Stack them three high, put uh, straps on them, and the helicopter comes in, lift, uh, we don't even use a forklift, the helicopter sets them right on the, right on the trailer too wide and loads the trailer from the helicopter. It's pretty cool to watch. As you can likely imagine, flying a helicopter through tree-lined cranberry fields is extremely difficult. Craig explains that many of the best pilots were actually military trained and are familiar with flying in tight areas. This strikes me as an interesting tidbit given how many consumers today want food and products that do more than just provide nutrition, but also provide a benefit for our larger culture. And in some ways this is a prime example of how the cranberry industry is doing just that, by helping vets find work doing what they were trained to do even after they leave the service. As labor-intensive as dry harvesting is, it only accounts for about 10% of the harvest, but almost all of that is the fresh fruit supply. The wet harvest is how the bulk of cranberries are picked, as Dan explained to me. So when you put the water in, it makes it kind of stand up again, and then it'll drive over, and you'll see with the machine hits the cranberry vine, the berry floats, and then if you picture a um, oil slick, you know, they put a boom around it and corral the oil. Same thing they do with the cranberries. Corral it, and they have a vacuum suction thing under the water that they put in. The cranberries fall into the vacuum and suck up into the trunk. So they're not always out there with the rakes? They'll be out there uh, with the rakes just to push the cranberries into the hole where the... Um, Back at the factory after touring the field, Craig is passing out Blue Water Farm cranberry juices because riding around in a helicopter and gawking at cranberry bogs is really thirsty business. And we actually used to make all the juices right here in this room, but we outgrew it, so we've outsourced it to a salt factory in Connecticut now because we can't keep up. So where are you distributed? Um, I, that's a great question, all over. Uh, we've got distributors, we're at Stop and Shop Shaw's, Roach Brothers, Giant. Um, we're all over the place, and it's growing exponentially now. Kind of taking on a life of its own. And it, it's unique because it's a first-to-market product because it's fresh-pressed. 
It's not from concentrate. Um, we don't use corn syrup. And there's actually there's everything in there but the teeth and the skin. The juice. And when you drink it, you taste a little bit of the pulp. We, we, uh, Ocean Spray calls that impurities. We call it uh, uh, goodness. It gives the juice body. So it's not, if you hold this up, typical cranberry juice would be red water. You can see right through it. You can't see through that because it's got, it's got all the health benefits. All the stuff Ocean Spray does, I, I don't mean to harp on Ocean Spray, all the stuff that typically you don't get in a cranberry juice, we have it in here. So it's much healthier for you because all the goodness out of that fruit is in here. And it's fresh, it's not from concentrate. We have a seven week shelf life and it's over. So much like orange juice. So it's in the produce department typically. Uh, I think our, we're in Central Markets in Texas, Aikens in Oklahoma, where it, it, it drives you never fast enough when you're signing a check, but <laughs> it's growing exponentially, so. Um, and you had a lot of flavors. Six flavors. Six flavors. Yep. What were they again? Uh, cranberry, cranberry sweet tea, cranberry lemonade, cranberry tangerine, cranberry orange, cranberry grapefruit. And we're going to play around. We, we put away, uh, I think, about 20,000 pounds of white cranberries. So we're going to try a white cranberry juice sugared with, uh, sweetened with um, like a grape, uh, white grape juice. So no sugar added type product this winter. Um, we're also, we've, we've had um, a doctor out of Boston, a very well-renowned brain surgeon, talked about how people with brain injuries can't have sugar because it has pain sugar because it messes them up. But she said, can you, can you sweeten your juice with honey? Why not? Just un, unprocessed, un, you know, unprocessed honey, raw honey. So it's like, well, we're pasteurizing, so there's no reason we can't. So we're going to do different things like that. And you have the, you have the beef on the fog? Yeah, we have our honey to get started. It's right, like everything yeah. else, it'll probably grow past. Right. And we'll right. have to buy it in, but we have enough to get started. That's awesome. Yeah. So then we introduced the cranberry sauce, the cranberry orange relish, the cranberry chutney, and all that. So. When did those launch? I'm sorry? When did those launch? This year. Here. For the first of that. And we do it, it's not the 99 cent can, which is made with cranberry concentrate. We do it in a 16 ounce glass bottle. Um, and I'll, I'll show you, um, we must have some here somewhere. I feel like it's a silly question, but why did you start with juice instead of relish? Why do relish now? Because the juice is a bigger market. Cranberry sauce is Thanksgiving, like fresh cranberries. It's a three-month business. Uh, most, very few people cook turkeys in the summer, spring, summer, and, and unfortunately, cranberry sauce, although it's good with a lot of things, people think turkey or chicken is the only place I can have cranberry sauce. Cranberries, if you make a beef stew and take half that bag, and pour it, keep it frozen. You make a beef stew in a crock pot in the morning, throw half that bag in the beef in the crock pot with the beef stew. You want to try something out of this world? Uh, you make a spaghetti sauce. Put a couple cups of cranberries in your spaghetti sauce, put a little tangy zest to it. It's out of this world. It's just, it's so, it's such a unique thing you can do. Um, so many different things. Cranberry salsa is incredible. And next year we're going to do in the plastic tub, our plans are to launch a cranberry sauce, cranberry orange relish, and um, a cranberry chutney, but in the, in the plastic cup fresh. So once again, it'll go out to the store, it'll go in the produce, and it'll only have a certain shelf life. So there's certain people that want fresh. They don't want, you know, aisle 15 in, in the grocery store. So we'll have that fresh product also. 
While many of these more traditional foods seem like obvious destinations for cranberries, a lot of the fruit also ends up in supplements and powdered ingredients. Most people, or at least women, are familiar with the notion that cranberry juice and supplements could help ease symptoms of urinary tract infections. But as Dan explained, cranberry can provide a lot more benefits, including for men's health. Well, the good news is every man has a prostate. Bad news is that prostate is going to grow. It's going to get bigger. That's called BPH. And what that does is it leads to what we call lower urinary tract symptoms. So that's um, urinary issues such as having to wake up to go to the bathroom at night. And we all know there's nothing worse than having to get out of bed at night to go to the bathroom. Or frequency, you have to go multiple times during the day so you can't have a nice car ride or you can't sit through a movie. You see how these things would affect our quality of life if you have to continually think about having to go to the bathroom. It's going to really affect you. Also, men have kind of uh, hesitancy. So they go to the bathroom, but they can't get started or they can't empty their bladder. So these are called lower urinary tract symptoms. And what we've done is a clinical trial with the same basic design that a drug would, would use in this space. We're looking at if we can improve these symptoms that men are currently suffering from. And we showed that if you consume our product, we do clinically is a clinically relevant and statistically significant reduction in those symptoms. So men are feel, uh, having symptoms, they take our ingredient, and they feel better, which is great because, you know, as much as I believe in omega-3 or vitamin C, I don't take it and necessarily feel any different. With this, the men take the product and they feel different. They feel like they don't have to wake up three times a night or they feel like they have a stronger stream of urine. So we have the studies uh, on the ingredient. It's been published in peer-reviewed journals. One of the interesting factoids about where we published it was typically in this space, we publish in phytochemistry type journals. Well, this is actually a urology journal, so a medical journal. So kind of different, um, shows the strength of the science too, I think, the importance of the condition. It's a $5 billion a year market for pharmaceutical drugs. The drugs work, of course, uh, but they do have side effects, sexual side effects. So decreased libido. Um, erectile dysfunction, and then men actually growing breasts. So I speak for the men of the world when I say that we don't really care for that. So if we can deliver something with all the benefits of the drug but without the side effects in a natural solution, it's pretty powerful. So we've shown that the product works quickly and it works in a dose-response manner. So the more you take, the better it works. Uh, the people in the study would recommend it to a friend. 96% of the people in the study would recommend it to a friend. We saw that 37% of the people in the study that took the high dose felt improvements in one month. What do we sell in this industry typically? A one-month supply bottle. So that's pretty powerful. We can get people in and we can get them to feel a difference, and that's going to lead to recurrent sales, right? If you can feel a difference, you're going to continue to buy it. So that's something that we're investing heavily in and starting to see some pretty good momentum in the marketplace. It plays in the same space as Saw Palmetto. Uh, which we've seen over the last few years is a is a wild harvested crop and the price can really go up and down. We're seeing huge increases, like 30% increase in the cost of softball metal right now. So there's opportunities for companies that are looking for an alternative that's more stable pricing, um, long-term, sustainable, that they could, you know, add us to their softball metal or do a standalone kind of replacement. So we're excited about that ingredient. It's been on the market for a few years and it's, as I said, you know, Everything takes longer than you want um, to, to, to grow in the market, but uh, we've seen good, sustainable growth in that category for us. And again, we're the only people that have done any investment there, so um, we kind of own that space. 
exciting. Dan also talked about how cranberry ingredients from Naturex can help manufacturers meet consumers' growing demand for clean label by providing natural flavors, natural colors, natural preservatives, and other ingredients that can help simplify labels. So the overall clean label is really great for us because a lot of the sourcing and sustainability stuff that people care about, we've been doing forever. And then um, we can, so we can also give them that layer of the story that, look, we have sustainable sourced ingredients, we have good manufacturing processes, all that stuff, all the kind of stuff that the industry is really getting pushed towards, um, really getting pushed towards us because we've been doing it forever. It's not nothing new for us. It's kind of in our DNA. Dan emphasized several times when we were together that the take-home message from him is that NatureX is natural. He also noted that Natrix does more than just cranberries. It is also investing heavily in research around blueberries and the increasingly popular aronia berries. You know, in my opinion, we are the leaders in cranberry. If you look at the sales volume, it's clear that we are and all that stuff. But, so we're leaders because sales is one thing, but you know we've got a big network of salespeople, so we can lead that kind of easily. You know what I mean? The real reason that we're the leaders is we have the science, you know, we have the differentiation, we have the low costs because our science is good, we can prove our ingredient works and you don't need something that costs three, four times the, the amount. So we're trying to do the same thing with the blueberry, uh, really dig into the blueberry, understand what is the good parts of the blueberry, make a cost-effective ingredient, and then go ahead and do clinical trials on it. So we have two clinical trials that will basically be completed this month, next month, you know, it always is a little delay. Um, but basically looking at age-related cognitive decline. So we have uh, enrolled people who are starting to kind of lose it, you know, but they haven't crossed that threshold where they'd be in a disease state such as mild cognitive impairment. So these people are losing some of their working memory, the ability to take in information and use it. So, you know, you, you get up from your desk, and you like walk into the kitchen, you're like, what did I come in here for? That's working memory or episodic memory. So we just created an episodic memory. Hopefully, you know, you always remember that helicopter ride because it's something that you can see and feel and taste almost. So we're showing that uh, we've shown through some existing studies that look we can affect and blueberry itself can affect these and maintain these areas of cognition that will slip as you get older. And what we are doing is human clinical trials to prove it out on a you know more of a nutraceutical type dose where it might have been a handful of blueberries or a blueberry juice that somebody's done a study on or a smoothie that's just dose is just too big that you couldn't really make it feasible in the marketplace. So we've got the study as I said will be done at the end of this month looking at those markers and we've seen um, anecdotally uh, from some of the researchers when they looked at the blinded data on some of the people they're like oh it looks like there's a trend somewhere in here going in the right direction so we're pretty excited. So we're looking to try to take that space as well, make a nice proprietary ingredient with a low cost in use that's all natural, kind of fits into what Naturex tries to do as a company. And of course, we're doing the same thing with Aronia, where we, through Open Innovation Partnership, we've kind of taken all of the existing science that's been published on Aronia, and now we own it. And we have a brand called Aronox that all the science was done on. And then we've got additional studies that are underway or, or have just finished uh, in Aronia for uh, cardiovascular type applications. But what we're doing is um, 
something called endothelial function, and that's the same mechanism that we have a health claim on cocoa for. So we have an eye towards maybe trying to get additional health claims. But let's get back to cranberries. As we now know, Thanksgiving is not the only time to enjoy them, and sauce is certainly not the only way to reap its flavor and health benefits. That said, I hope you all enjoy them next week along with the holiday. For Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, I'm Elizabeth Crawford.